This is the qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified with Ryan Huff. What's going on, Qualified family? Hope you're having an amazing day as always. And welcome back to the Qualified, where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Y'all, Happy New Year 2022 is here and it's going to be an absolutely wow-filled, incredible, abundant year, provided we put in the work to live the Qualified life. I am 100% persuaded of that. But dude, how the heck are you? Hope you're having an amazing day. Thank you so very much for listening. My name is Ryan Huff, and this is the Qualified Podcast. And we are continuing in our relationship series called the You and Me Relationship Series. I have been getting so many amazing, y'all, I've been getting so much amazing uh, feedback on this series. So thank you so very much for all of you all who are listening. Really appreciate it and uh, grateful it's adding value to your life. So that's the important part. We definitely want to equip you to the best of my ability to uh, to have you help you successfully navigate relationships, hopefully challenge you on some things, make you think on some things and such like that. So it's good stuff. Thank you so very much for listening. And y'all, if you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. If you're not new and you're already part of the family, Welcome back, y'all. The reason we should call this show The Qualified is because I believe we are all qualified to make a difference with this beautiful gift of life that we've been given. However, there's a massive difference between having potential and actually going out there and doing something with it, right? That's when this show we discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life, as well as things of inspiring guests that they've done in theirs that have helped to make a change. And my hope is that something that I say or a guest says is the catalyst that strikes a match that's in your hand already and gets you on the path towards making that difference into a reality, right? That you no longer just hear it, that something that you hear is, you know, it's something that is said, it encourages you, uplifts you, and ultimately empowers you to start living the qualified life because I can promise you, it's gonna be impossible for you to feel great about yourself when you're not performing at a level that you know you're capable of performing at, right? So I want 2022 to be an incredible year for you, but if you don't change what you've been doing, you're going to get the same result that you've already been that you've already been getting, right? There's a great quote that I love by Les Brown. It says, in order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been before. So I want you to become the man or woman that God created you to be. You're here for more, you're qualified for more, you weren't put here by chance or accident or whatever. No, God put you on this earth with a purpose, unique purpose that he created for you specifically. So get to know him and live the qualified life, right? Y'all, let's rock and roll. I'm super excited to get continuing. We're continuing part two of um, the th things to avoid in a relationship as well. Before we get rolling in that, I gotta remind you guys, this podcast, this show is absolutely free, right? We don't run any ads on any of the episodes here. But one of the things that I do ask is this, if you get value out of this episode or any other episode for that matter, would you please share it out with a friend? Let someone else know, let someone else know, at least one person know that you enjoyed it, right? And especially if we do a great job. If you think I suck or what the guests talked about, I think they suck too, then you know, hey, don't share it out. But if you enjoyed it, you got value out of it, then please share it out with at least one person as well, all right? Let someone else know that, that you enjoyed it. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and open up with a quick word of prayer and then we'll get rock and roll in part two. So. Father God, thank you so much for this amazing day. Oh, man, thank you so much for this opportunity, Father, to sit, spend time with this amazing person on the other side of my voice. And Lord, I just pray that, I pray blessings over this conversation. I pray that you would speak through me to this other person on the other side of my voice, Father. I pray Exodus 4.12 that you would use my words and speak through me, Father. And, to, and that this episode would empower them ultimately to chase their potential and live a life that makes a positive impact and start living the qualified life. And so, Lord, I thank you so much for it. It's going to be an incredible one. And uh, 
yeah, thank you so much for the name. I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. So we are, like I said, continuing part. This is part two of the episode we already did last week talking about qualities to avoid. Essentially, we're talking about red flags, right? And relationships. And this one's going to be a little bit more jam-packed <laughs> with a little bit more, uh, I guess, juiciness, if you will, so to speak. It just made me remind of, uh, remember, don't remember the gum juicy fruit? Dude, that stuff was so dang good. Like, I don't think it really even like made your breath smell any better. It just tasted good more, more, more or less. I feel like, you know, Spearmint or the other major breast smell. But anyways, that's beside the point. This episode is jam-packed with a lot of other stuff, a little bit more, um, a little bit more, a little bit different than the other one was. Still valid points nonetheless, but it's just kind of uh, how it unfolded. But the last point we ended up with, guys, was uh, how do they prioritize their time? Are they purposeful? Are they perpetually lazy and such with their time? So that goes into this next point, which says, starting off first point, we're just rocking and rolling into it. Do they make time for you? All right. Y'all, you're going to want to look for someone who's going to make you a priority, right? Um, just give you a great example. For instance, if you're only like, for instance, if you're only if you're if you're dating this person, right, and your only day off is on like a Sunday, right? But this guy or this girl, whichever, let's say it's a guy, like you're a girl listening to this right now, and you're dating someone, or maybe you're married to someone. Hopefully, you're in the dating process as you're listening to a relationship series, and as you're doing that, as you're navigating that, you only have one day off. Maybe that's a Saturday, maybe it's a Friday, maybe it's when it, whatever it is, right? But in their mind. They, so it's, you know, and you want to go out and do something, but Sunday is their day for football, right? Are they going to prioritize you over football, right? Are you going to, and, and if that's the case, are you going to be okay with that? If they're prioritizing something else over you, if they're not going to make time for you, are you going to be okay with that? If like every day, every Sunday they're watching football and such, and you want to do something else, but they're not open to that. Are you going to be okay with that? To me, Yo, that's a red flag because listen, just like, you know, just an, or vice versa. Another example is like if Friday night is girls night out and you're like, you know, and you want to do something with them, are they willing to choose you over them? You know, and of course there's different, you know, there's different, you know, um, relevancies to, to this, I guess, you know, I suppose, you know, and not everything's absolute in this sense, but the main thing is, are they making a priority of, of was it choosing you, preferring you? over other things that they do, right? Not talking about like they have to shun everyone out of their life and such, not suggesting that whatsoever. We've already talked about that before. That's not healthy. But if they're not, if they're prioritizing things that are not exactly beneficial to the relationship, right? If they're prioritizing working out over spending time with you, if they're prioritizing, you know, watching football over spending time with you, right? And this is obviously relevant, guys. If, if someone has already communicated that, hey, like they're big into bodybuilding and they're doing this and that and such, and there's got to be a mutual understanding sometimes because you're going to have different areas in life. Like for instance, um, my, I have some really good friends out in California, Christy and Jeff, and one of the things that they do with their children they actually will make up because they both love doing triathlon. Well, Chrissy will take a, a year, right? Was, this year, was, last year was Jeff's year. So Jeff's year was his year to focus on triathlon and sport or whatever he wanted to do. And then Chrissy, this will be her year to do that. So they kind of flip-flop back and forth, right? So they still can do the things that they love, but they also make time of preferring the other person, making time for the other person too. So just making sure that you want to make sure that this person that you're with 
makes time for you. If they're not making time for you and they're not, you know, prioritizing you and such, that's something that you want definitely want to look out for, all right? And it's not about being controlling. It's not about you what you know what you prefer and where you choose to put your energy into and such. You both want to enjoy time together and you and everyone wants to be preferred and pursued, right? So are they pursuing you? Are they preferring you other, over other activities and such, right? And don't just say, <laughs> here's the thing, you guys, don't just go along with it in the in the time, right? Don't just say you're okay with it. If you're actually not, because I promise you when the training wheels come off and and marriage kicks in, you're going to end up resenting them for that decision, right? So what is most important to them? Is, is it most important to them, like cultivating the relationship and making sure that it's continually healthy, continually improving, or is, you know, watching the Cowboys play on Sunday far more important than prioritizing you as their girlfriend or their fiance or their wife, right? So something that you want to look out for, you know, and what are, where are their priorities? What's most important to them? And are they making time for you in that situation, right? So going to go move on from that. Do they live a disciplined life? Um, kind of goes into the other point of do they have self-control? But the thing is, you guys, you want to look for someone who does have discipline and does have self-control. And is not just someone that's just going to, you know, just not have any structure in their life, so to speak, right? You're going to want to, you're going to be looking for someone who does live a disciplined life, whether it's in their work in their work ethic, having an excellent work ethic, maybe it's in their body and what they choose to eat and what they choose to work. And maybe if they're, if they're workout fanatic as well, right. Or, or maybe they just like, maybe they're not a fanatic, but maybe there's someone that likes to regularly keep their body in great health. Right. So just making a point of open, you know, realizing does this person live a disciplined life? Because if they're not disciplined in themselves, how do you expect them to be disciplined when it comes to other areas that are more important, right? So that kind of ties into the next point. Like, you know, do they have self-control? What discipline essentially is having the ability to say self-controlled and that kind of such, right? And having having the ability to say no to things they would otherwise like to say yes to, right? So do they have self-control? You know, Proverbs 25, 28, verse that I love, it says, like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected is a man that has no self-control over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. Why? Because he doesn't have any boundaries, right? He doesn't have that self-control and anything can come in. Well, when you have that self-control, it's like having walls put up, right? Walls are great things. Why? Because they limit what can come in but also what can go out as well, right? In the, sen- in the sense when it comes to self-control, as is with discipline, Whenever you have those boundaries in place, and when it comes to that, you're not allowing other things to come in that would otherwise, you know, you know, take you off course, right? You know, for instance, if you're wanting to, you know, have your body be in great health and such, you have to exhibit a certain level of self-control because you can't be, you know, eating the bluebell, you can't be binging on the Doritos, you can't be eating, you know, drinking the cokes and all that kind of jazz. You have to have self-control to ensure that you get the results that you want. In the same sense. Does this person that you're wanting to attract, are they living a disciplined life? Are they self are, are they exhibiting self-control? Are they being a good steward where they're at right now in their life right now? You know, another another way of looking at that, Proverbs 5 8 says, Let your way in life be far from her. This is talking about sexuality and such and like infidelity more so, talking about the immoral woman, I should say. And it says, Let your way be in life be far from her, and do not go near the door of her house. That is Avoid even being near the places of temptation. I think that's also in Matthew. Oh gosh, what is that? Matthew. Um, it's not Matthew ten. 
I forget, but it's basically talking about avoid going near the places of temptation, right? If your right eye causes you to, you know, causes you to lust and, you know, pluck it out, get it out of there, right? And, and it's not talking about like, you know, mutilation in that sense, because I mean, hey, if you pluck out your right eye, you can still lust with your left eye, right? The thing is, how are you putting systems in place to make sure that you have the self-control to not do the things you might otherwise like to do, right? So is this person living a disciplined life? Are do they have structures in place that are helping their life move forward, or are they kind of, or are they, or are they the kind of person that just kind of goes by whatever their their desires have, right? Are they just driven by their emotions? Are they just driven by what they want? And you know, and they don't have any boundaries in place. And it's like, oh yeah, I want this, I get that, I want that, I get that. Or they they have disciplines in place, so they have the self control in place, right? It's something that you really want to look out for. If they don't have that in place, it's something that I would really want to avoid because that's going to lead down to other negative issues down the road as well, in, in my opinion, more so. So that's something that I would definitely want to look out for. Do they live a disciplined life? And are they, you know, are they exhibiting self-control and being a good steward where they are at right now? Like when it comes to money, when it comes to sex, you know, their sexual purity, whenever it comes to, you know, their, their health, their body, that kind of thing, right? Are they exhibiting the self-control? Are they exhibiting the discipline to help move their life forward in that way as well? Okay. So moving on to the next point, do they try to do things? Oh man, <laughs> do they try to do things to make the other person jealous? Y'all, I, I don't quite understand this one whatsoever. I've seen it happen so many times and like seen it play out in people's lives and such and like heard different people talking about it and whatnot. But like, I, it, it, this is why to me, I should say, that's why it's like, navigating from values is so important to me because whenever you navigate from that, you're going to realize that, Hey, this person is someone that I know we can build a strong foundation with because values are the things that are going to get you through the hard times. Right. And then that's why it's so important as well to make sure that you get victory over past strongholds as well. Because listen, if you guys end up having an argument, right, you end up having a disagreement, which guess what? Fact of life, <laughs> not everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows. I don't understand whenever people just talk about, oh, we never have a fight. You know, we never get disagreements. We never do this and that, whatever. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, bro, the level of your conversations must be superficial at best if you're never having any like disagreements or never have any, having any growth conversations as we've already talked about before. Like, like, what are you talking about? Like, how, what do you mean you don't have any disagreements and such? It's like, yeah, I'm not saying you need to be, you know, going at each other all the time. But you're going to have things that are going to come up that you're going to have to work through. But anyways, whenever that stuff does come up to get back at you for what you did or what you said or whatever have you, does this person try to make, do they try to make you jealous, right? You say something and do something out of character or whatever have you, do they immediately go back to their ex? Do they immediately go start flirting with other guys or, or does, does this guy immediately start flirting with other girls? Does he immediately start doing other things and sliding into DMs that he shouldn't be doing? And then talking about it and then be like, Hey, listen, this is what I did. And, you know, just to make the other person jealous. Listen, y'all ultimately number one, that's wildly guaranteed to, to guarantee you. If you want this by all means, then, then definitely do it. Be petty like that and go for it. Um, but I can promise you and guarantee you that is going to be a guaranteed recipe. How many times I'm going to say guaranteed that's going to be a for sure recipe for a toxic relationship. I promise you that take it to the bank. You want to you want to really deprive a relationship? 
give jealousy in there, right? Do things purposefully to make the other person jealous. I promise you, you're going to have a toxic relationship. If you don't want that, bro, I don't want that for you, right? I don't want that for me. Certainly don't want that for you, whether I know you personally or not. I don't want that for you. But listen, you're not going to build trust. You're not going to build confidence. And you're not going to build a solid foundation on which you both can can, can grow and, and go forward from there and grow upon, right? So whenever you feel those feelings coming up, you know, this person, you know, does something that is, I'm not saying that what they did was right, right? I'm not saying what they did was fair, but I, what I'm saying is you need to be the bigger person in that. There's no sense, there's no growth that comes from going out and then doing something to make the other person jealous because you didn't agree with what they did. Y'all, we, we need to have healthy lines of communication. That's one of the biggest things that I've realized, you guys, especially as I've been navigating this relationship with this amazing woman who I've been talking about. Like I said, find it really uncanny that God planned this out to where this woman would enter my life around the same timeline that I'm starting a relationship. I'm starting a relationship series. It's pretty ironic, but you know, hey, God's timing is perfect, right? So I love what was it? Psalm 16, verse five. He holds our destiny and its timing in his hands. And that is very, very true. But seriously, y'all, you're not going to want to have jealousy in your relationship. You're not going to want to have whenever something happens where you immediately want to get back at this person. Literally, have great lines and open lines of communication and always approach it from no from from no judgment and from coming from a place of love because seriously, if you have the values in place, you know that hey, listen, we have a great future ahead of us. We need that we can build on but we also have things we need to work through, right? That's why it's so important to come from love. That's why it's so important to make whenever you talk, to keep your voice low, right? To make sure that you talk slower, to make sure that you don't lead with your emotions, right? And y'all, I'm not perfect at this. I've certainly led with my emotions before. I've certainly not taken the time to think, but here's the thing as well. As you, especially if you do make that mistake of leading with your emotions, if you have someone who is well, who also is very understanding and also who is, you know, of the understanding of the two that you're into something good here because you established values on the ahead of time, especially if you have God first as well, right? And you're honoring to him and you, you, you don't have sex on the table. You don't have sex on the table. That's on the shelf waiting for marriage and such. Again, dude, that's not just a Christian thing. That's literally just being using wisdom. And we'll get into that in the boundaries episode and we'll speak at length with that too. But it's just whenever you have communication, you're not going to want to just do things that are petty, like making someone jealous, right? So that's a guaranteed recipe for a toxic relationship. So whenever something happens, talk about it. Don't just lash out at them. Try to get, you know, oh, well, they're not going to get the upper hand on me. Bro, be the bigger person. Come on. We're not children here. We're grown adults, right? So work through it. Talk about it. Come from a place of love and work to gain that peace back. Don't let the enemy attack you like that and don't let the enemy divide you. The enemy, dude, thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10, 10, right? But God has come that we may have life and have it to the fullest, right? So remember, everything that God calls good, like marriage, for example, which is what this series is all about, right? Dating successfully to lead to ultimately to lead to successful marriage and successful dating relationship and such. Everything that God's called that God calls good, like marriage, the devil hates and he wants to destroy it. He wants to isolate you and he wants to kill you and he hates you, right? So, but here's the thing. He has no new tactics either. He always uses the same crap. Y'all, one of the great things that I love about this amazing woman I've been getting to talk to, and eventually we'll be able to introduce her too. Um, but as of now, we're just we're just gaining growing that friendship and growing that relationship and such. But like one of the things that I love is that 
whenever we do get attacked like that spiritually and such and like you know insecurities arise and other things come up that we even have that we've had the opportunity to work through and grow stronger but dude that's one of the things i love so much is like we go we grow stronger through every conversation that we have their growth conversations but like the, what i realized too is like the enemy will always tip his hand as well he'll always come from a place of like condemnation of shame of i'm a bad person or whatever have you right and you'll always be able to combat the enemy with truth provided you know what the truth is you know so that's why it's so important to stay in the word especially if you're a christian because you can't say it is written if you haven't read it, right? So, so anyways, but like, just like John 8, 32 says, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. And that truth is the light that we can shine on the darkness and get it out of there. So anyways, that being said, if the person is really petty and they always result back to like being, you know, doing something to make you jealous and blah, blah, blah. That's honestly, bro, that's not someone that you want to be with. Um, that person has a lot of maturity level, you know, a lot of maturing to do. And if that's you as well, that's also indicative on yourself. You have some strongholds that need to be broken um, because marriage is hard. You, know, you guys, it's incredibly rewarding at the same time, but it's also difficult. So you just need to be aware of not something to be scared of, but you need to be aware of that going in. So if you haven't, if you find yourself resulting, resorting back to going to these strongholds of your past, it's worth looking into and worth fixing before, and fixing that weakness before you go forward. All right. Going on. Are they always argumentative? You know, is there, <laughs> oh man, like, is there never any room for constructive conversation or is it always about winning the argument for them, right? Y'all, there's no growth to be found in a person like that who can't or refuses to communicate well. We were saying, I wasn't, I didn't know this point was next, but like, seriously, communication, seriously, y'all, communication is so freaking key. If your person is not willing to communicate, that is a huge red flag. But seriously, if this person is always argumentative, get them out of there. One of the things, and I keep resorting back, this is why I think it's such a blessing, man. I keep resorting back to this woman. It's like, one of the things that I love about us whenever we do navigate through these difficult conversations is that we don't ever attack each other's character. We don't ever just go out and say, you did this because of this, and here's why you did this, and blah, blah, blah. And you always say this or whatever. No, we we always come from a place of love. We always come from a place of judgment. We come back to our values and we're able to navigate from there. But if someone that you're that you're talking to is always argumentative and always is very super defensive and such, it's worth having the conversation and sitting down with them. I think we you know talked about this in another point, but like it's basically like saying, Hey, listen, you know, I think I know that you know that I care about you. I know you know that you I know you that you care about me as well. Let's work through this. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to attack your character. I'm not trying to do this or that. What, I, but I'm trying to address this point. And I'm sorry, and you know, I don't mean for you to see it that way that I'm trying to attack this or that about you. But I really just want to work through this because I know this is an area that we've been struggling with, and I want to come to something mutually beneficial, right? And if they start attacking your character from that point and they start getting really argumentative, to me, that's just a really big red flag, and that's probably had probably has nothing to do with you. It's probably just a past hurt that they haven't. Um, they haven't gotten victory over just yet so just just be aware of that and but but at the same time too it's like if you haven't established um you know values just yet and this is already something like argumentative spirit that is coming out like a, you know that spirit of division and such is coming out i would really encourage you to shy away from that relationship it's not worth going down in my opinion um i, I wouldn't want to be with someone who's very argumentative so it's just that's something to just be aware of right because every time that they that you try to bring up something and they always lash out. There's no room for constructive conversation. You know, it's always about winning the argument for them. It's never about like growing the growing the relationship and such. 
that's a red flag. Because if, if there's no, ultimately, if there's no room for growth, then there's no room for us to move the relationship forward. All right. So just be aware of that. And um, yeah, that's a huge communication issue, which uh, will lead to uh, bigger things going forward. Next point, are they teachable? <laughs> oh man, are they open to correction or constructive feedback, right? Or do they always get defensive? This is kind of like the point we were just talking about. Um, and y'all, here's the thing, your approach matters with this, right? If you see them doing something that, you know, makes makes you feel a certain way and, you know, whether that's their, their, their intent or not, and you try to approach it in a way that is loving, right? That's why approach matters a lot in this. But if you can't get through to them because they throw up a wall every time, you need to figure out why. Again, that's why it's very important to sit down and always lead from a place of love and no judgment because if someone feels like they're being judged, if someone feels like you're attacking them, guess what? They're going to go on the defensive and there's no room for growth in that. So that's why it's so very important to make sure that you come from a place of love and they and that they understand that that's where you're coming from. So, But are they teachable? If they're not teachable, if they're not willing to listen to what you have to say, they're not willing to change the things that they've said to you to, you know, I'm not saying like being nitpicky about people. What I'm saying is if like, if something that they've said or that how they do or how they act is something that is an area of concern, you bring it up to them and they're not willing to at least listen to you. They're not teachable. Well, who's to say they're going to be teachable when it comes to bigger things that come up whenever a marriage covenant is introduced, right? So just be, just be thinking about that. Something to be cognizant of whenever you go, because y'all, you're always, here's the thing. You're, you're always going to have growth opportunities in a relationship, right? And if someone is not teachable and not open to correction, it's going to be incredibly difficult to build a healthy relationship that way, right? So just, just something to be aware of. Next point, do they struggle with unforgiveness? Woo, man, uh, there, I remember there was a conversation I had uh, with this lady a while back and she was saying, we we're talking about unforgiveness, right? And there was a, it was, it was a legitimate past hurt that they had in their life. And one of the things that they said to me was, you know, I just don't think they're worthy of, un of forgiveness. I was like, oh, or deserving of unforgiveness. I was like, whoa, hold up now. And what was amazing to me, the reason I responded that way is because this person was a Christian as well. And I'm like, wow, okay, well, hmm, don't you think that's a little problematic? Because don't you think, you know, Jesus, God could have made that statement about us? Like, we're not deserving of forgiveness, you know? So it's like that, you know, that chapter from uh, Matthew 7, you know, a couple of verses from Matthew 7, Matthew 7, 3 through 5. And uh, it says, you know, why are you so concerned with the speck in your neighbor's eye when you have a log in your own eyes? Like hypocrite, first of all, deal with your own crap before you focus on their stuff, you know? And, but the thing is, it's like, y'all, if we, if you're, if the person that you're working to, um, to get to know with the, with the opportunity to get married someday struggles greatly with unforgiveness. It's not to say that they can't get over it. It's not to say that, you know, yeah, and then there's a difference between forgiveness and forgetting, right? Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that you forget, right? You still under, you still remember the things and the hurts and such, but you then, but you have to choose to forgive that person for whatever they did in your life, right? Because again, God didn't allow anything in your life. God didn't allow anything to ha happen in your life that he, that wasn't a surprise to him, that wasn't a surprise to him, right? He already knew it was going to happen, but he also, you know, gave you a way to go through it victoriously, right? Counted all joy when he followed into various trials, right? Because the testing of your of your faith worketh out patience, right? And with that with that patience ends up in perfection going forward. Talking about James, uh, what one. James one verse two, I think, is what that is. But anyways, um, that being said, there's no surprises to God. So he, he, you know, he knew that you could go through it and go through it better. But what I'm saying is, to this point of for, do they struggle with unforgiveness? 
if they're not willing to forgive someone and you know from their past and such because they hurt you or whatever because they hurt them or whatever listen there's going to be times in marriage and in relationships that we're going to do things out of character sometimes you know you hope that never happens you hope that doesn't do that and you hope you never make that mistake and i pray that i never make that mistake and you never make that mistake but here's the thing life happens we're still human right we still do invariably make those mistakes right it's unfortunate but that's the nature of the beast sometimes but the thing is, you guys, you've got to have someone who is willing and open to forgive. If they're not, if they hold, if they latch on to that to that grudge and they latch on to that unforgiveness, and they're not willing to forgive, listen, that's going to be a big issue, Christian or not. That's going to be a huge issue. I mean, if you're a Christian, especially, the Bible says that God doesn't even hear your prayers if you don't have if you don't let forgiveness, you know, if you don't give that forgiveness and such. So, like for me, I'm like, well, I don't want that, so I'm definitely going to forgive. But the thing is, you guys, you're going to have things that are going to happen on both sides. They're going to hurt you in some way. And that's just what's going to happen. She's going to, he's going to hurt you in another way. They're going to hurt me or whatever have you, right? So it's not, hopefully it's not done intentionally, but listen, you're going to want to be able to forgive that person and you're going to want them to be able to forgive you. So if they struggle with unforgiveness, that's something to definitely be on the lookout for as well, navigating forward in relationships, right? Going forward, are they constantly bringing up an ex or someone they used to be involved with sexually. Um, you guys, this is definitely relative to context. I think whenever you discover someone that they um, that they have had sex with or whatever, and there's still things that are lingering around from that, you certainly want to get context on there because it's there's a difference between you know, and everyone's different in this. Some people can sleep with someone and they it's just like you know a transactional thing. It really wasn't anything and such, and there's no soul tie there, right? For me, that's not the case, but some people are like that. So that being said, if there's things that are lingering around from that relationship, whether it's a picture, whether it's a, you know, they occasionally talk to that person or whatever, and occasionally doesn't have to be that occasion, like maybe once a year, right? It's it's worth asking the question, why, right? Just getting a deeper understanding of it, not drawing conclusions automatically, right? But just making a point of having a deeper understanding of it because it might not always be exactly what you thought it was, right? I've certainly learned that to be true in my life, but that's why it's worth having the conversation. That's why it's worth, again, approaching from love, approaching from no judgment and not getting insecure in yourself either, right? Because if you trust this person, if you have confidence in them that you can entrust that, hey, listen, this if, if this is an issue, I know that they, they would have already dealt with it. But if it's not an issue, and I think it is because I wouldn't do it that way, we have to remember too, y'all, that not everyone does things the way that we think that they should do it, right? We're all different people. Just because I wouldn't do something some way, because I wouldn't have this or that, or the other thing lingering around from that person, they might not, they might not have the same association that you would have with it, right? So it's just, just be aware of that. But also just know that if they're constantly bringing up an ex, right? There's one thing about having something lingering like that, and it's not something that is brought up very, very regularly. But if there's someone that does have, like, they're always bringing up their ex because of this, that, other thing, or their ex is like, you know, uh, <laughs> very like still like involved in their life in some way. I, I, this is not generally speaking very healthy. Uh, I maybe there's exceptions to that, but. Typically speaking, that's not very healthy. And number one, too, is it's not very honoring to the other person if they're consistently doing things that are bringing that person in their life, right? They're going out to hang out with that person, like going out to hang with that guy, hang out with that girl or whatever have you, right? So just be aware of that. If they're constantly bringing up their ex or they're constantly, you know, you know, having things that are, you know, that having things in that area and such. So just 
just be aware of that. If they're constantly involved with that, or they used to be, and they used to be sexually, you know, involved with that person, especially, there are such things as soul ties. And again, not everyone has those, right? Some people can, you know, navigate that and not have those, which is great. And then you don't have anything to worry about. But if they did have that connection with someone and they are still holding on to that relationship in some way or another, that's certainly something that you definitely, I mean, either way, you want to learn more. So that way you can, you know, put your mind at ease, if you will, right? But it's still something that you want to better understand and just be keep an eye out for. If they're, if they're continually bringing this ex up or someone that used to be sexually involved with, um, that's worth keeping an eye out for, right? So just uh, just be aware of that and avoid it <laughs> if it's something that ends up being an issue in your life. But again, you want to make sure you talk about it, you know, learn to understand it. And I, I more often than not, you guys, whenever you understand it more, it's a lot easier to uh, to move forward better as well. So that being said, on to the next point, are they extremely secretive? Like in other words, are they always hiding their phone from you? They're acting shady. They're not, and they're you know they're not wanting to tell you stuff and all this kind of jazz. Like I'm not suggesting. Here's the thing: I'm not suggesting that they need to tell you everything all up front, right? This is going to be relative to the length of the of the relationship, you guys, right? So if if you have just been in a relationship and such, and they're not like, you know, handing you your phone or whatever, I'm not saying that's a red flag. I'm just, that's just called privacy. But but what I'm saying is if like, they're always acting shady, right? They're, they're not, they're, they're acting like they're hiding someone, right? They're acting like they're hiding something from you and such. And they're, they're, they're not, you know, they're not paying attention. You know, that's something that's definitely worth paying attention to. You know, if they're, if they just, if they seem secretive, they seem kind of just shady and such. That's something to keep, atten- you know, to, to, to pay attention to because you just never know. You never know. I'm not saying that's something that is immediately uh, going to be something that you're immediately going to discover for yourself, but it's just something that you're going to want to keep an eye out for. Are they are, are they acting shady? Are they trying? Are they acting like they're always trying to hide something from you? If that's the case, are they really short with you when you ask them about it and such? Or they get defensive and whatnot? It's just something that you want to keep an eye out for. All right. So you want someone who's going to be comfortable with that you're going to be comfortable with and can talk and open up with. Okay. If you feel like you can't really trust them, you feel like you have no confidence in them. It's going to be really difficult if you feel like they're always trying to hide something from you as well to really grow a relationship, right? So going forward, can you trust them? Kind of ties into that point perfectly. Can you trust this person? If they're not someone that you can trust, y'all run for the hills. Don't don't spend time with people that you know you can't trust, you know, or that you don't trust, right? So if you don't trust the person, if you don't feel like you can see yourself getting to a point of trusting them, why are you sticking around, right? Why are you bothering your, why are you allowing yourself to stay around someone that you can't trust? Because trust is the foundation of a growing and thriving relationship, you guys. If you can't trust someone, why are you sticking around? If you can't trust them, that's the foundation of a relationship, you know? So if you can't trust that person because they're, they, they're you know, because the next point, are they a perpetual liar? If you can't trust them in, in their, in, because they lie all the time, because they lie of this, they lie of that, or they betray your trust or whatever. It's like, that's not someone that you want to associate with and just as a friend in general, but like just as a person, especially not for some, someone that you like to enter into a dating relationship with. So if you can't trust the person, that's certainly worth looking out for and uh, certainly something to avoid if you can't trust them. Going forward, are they a perpetual liar? Are they someone who consistently lies to you? They say they're doing one thing and they're doing another. They say this and they're doing another thing. They said, oh yeah, it's nothing to worry about and it's something that actually was something to worry about. You're going to want to avoid someone who is a perpetual liar because again, 
trust <laughs> trust is a huge foundation of a relationship right so you want to have someone that you can trust and if they're perpetually lying to you raise your standards don't allow that man don't you're better than that you're worth more than that and you deserve to be have someone who will be truthful with you who's not going to always be lying to you as well right so just just keep that in mind is something that i would definitely you know look out for if they're consistently lying to you someone that i would certainly highly recommend moving on from because that's not someone that I'd want to be involved with, someone that's consistently going to lie to me. Because a liar, I can't trust. And a liar is someone that I don't want to be around. So I hope that you wouldn't want to be around that as well. Do you have confidence in them, right? Are they, do, are they someone who's going to stand up for you? Are they someone who's going to be there for you? Are they someone that would have your back during a difficult situation? Are they someone who's going to do what they say they're going to do? Can you have trust that they're actually going to follow through? Can you have, can you have confidence in them that they're going to do the things that they say they're going to do, you know? So that's going, I feel like y'all, this is going to carry on through to like, you know, obviously in a, in a relationship, but also it's going to carry on through into the, into a marriage covenant, how you raise your kids. It's just like how, I mean, how, like how they steward the time whenever you're not with them. Can you have confidence that they're going to be, you know, that they're going to have, be faithful to you as well? I mean, it's just, this goes along in so many different directions, but you want to be able to have confidence in that person because ultimately what that confidence brings is security, right? You want to be able to have security in this person because if you don't have security, that's that's just like having a crack in the foundation, right? It's just like having no values aligned as well. So you want to be able to have confidence in that person as well. Going forward, are they extremely judgmental? Like, can you not, like in other words, can you not open up to this person, man. I feel like you always have to be walking around on eggshells around them because you're concerned with how they'll respond if you share something with them. Y'all, and this is another reason why it's also good to be understanding on where a person is coming from, but it's also good to be, you know, tactful with what you choose to say and such. It's not that mean you need to be secretive and such, not mean you do need to walk on eggshells. But what I'm saying is if this person is extremely judgmental of you, that's something that you need to avoid. Like for instance, I, I've definitely struggled with this myself, you guys. And I'll just, I'll go ahead and point, and this is an area that I've definitely grown in. Um, I used to see pictures of different girls that I'd be you know, interested in and such and pictures from their past or videos from their past, right? And this is before they were saved, right? Before they were living out the life, the godly life that I'm now super attracted to. And I, but I didn't see it that way. I wasn't looking at that. I was just like, well, you have this on your page. Well, that's an incongruency to me. Why you have this on your page? Because for me, I would have taken it down, right? For me, I wouldn't have it there. But here's the thing, y'all, that is acting from a place of judgment. That's not my role. I'm just a, I'm just a friend at this point. I'm not even a boyfriend, not even a husband, whatever have you, right? There comes a point too in a relationship, you guys, when it's just not honoring to the other person to have certain things up or whatever have you. That's a different conversation, but it's just like, there comes a point as the relationship grows, whenever there is past associations or past things that you just don't want to have on the table whatsoever. You want to make sure that you just have a clean slate. That way, nothing ever comes up, regardless if you've already talked about it. Just that way, it's not even worth it. You know, nothing ever comes up. It's never an issue ever again in your relationship, right? So, but you want to have someone who's not going to be judgmental of you. And y'all, that's something that I struggle with. You know, I struggle with looking at certain things and making making honestly making character assumptions and such and be like well why did you have this i wouldn't have this well listen just because they're not they're not me you know and i'm not them so of course we're going to do things differently of course we're going to see things differently right so just make sure you take time <laughs> before you respond 
And don't be judgmental to people. You got to remember where they're at currently in their life, not where they were and how well they've been stewarding where they're at currently as well, not where they were several years ago. Because y'all, listen, at the end of the day, that's hurtful to people. You know, and, and trust me, hear me on this. You don't want to use your words to hurt. You want to make sure that you're using your words to build up and to uplift and such. If something is a legitimate concern, then bring it up. But bring it up in a way that's tactful. That was something that I definitely lacked. <laughs> bring it up in a way that's coming from a place of love, you know, bring it up from a way it's coming up not, and, and that's not coming from a place of judgment. So just make sure that you are on the lookout for how this person treats you, right? Are they extremely judgmental? And if they're not willing to see how you've been living your life today currently versus how you've been, listen, that's something that you're going to want to keep an eye, an eye out for, you know, and ultimately something that I think you should avoid because you're going to want someone who's going to see you for who you are today, not for who you used to be, you know, because that's something that they could easily throw your past in your face. And that's not healthy, you guys. That's not healthy. That's why it's so important. That's why communication is so dang important, you guys. I can't stress it enough. Like communication is so dang important for reasons like this and so many others alone, because if you draw your own conclusions without communicating how you're feeling, how such and such of whatever they said or what they posted or whatever it is made you feel, how are they supposed to know? And it, you're, what you're going to end up doing is unintentionally resenting this person because you didn't actually do anything to let them know how you felt. You know, And if you don't have the whole picture, well then guess what? Bring it up to them. Bring it up to him. Say, listen, I see this. I saw you do this or whatever have you. I know that you care for me. I know that you value me and such, but this is what I saw. This is how it made me feel. And bring it up from there and y'all can have a constructive conversation. Don't be insecure about it either, you guys. That's so very difficult, but don't be insecure about it. Take your time, breathe, and combat the, the lies with the truth. Y'all, that's something I've definitely had to do recently is like, I'll start thinking different thoughts and have to combat those that those lies with the truth. I'll start thinking things that are just off the wall that don't even make any sense. That are not better emotions that are real that I'm feeling, but they're not emotions that are based in reality. They feel real, but they're just not based in reality. So you got to take time to think those things through, right? You got to take time to think it out. Don't just have a knee-jerk reaction. I've certainly been guilty of it, but it's certainly something that I've been getting better at too. So this person is extremely judgmental. Something you want to keep an eye out for and potentially move on from if that's something that they're not willing to be teachable on and fix going forward. So that's because ultimately it's going to be very hurtful going forward. And it's not something that you want to have in a healthy relationship, right? Nextly, are they encouraging and uplifting with their words towards you? Y'all, everyone is different for sure. You know, there's going to be different couples that are not going to be as, you know, lovey-dovey, if you will, or, you know, as, you know, like this and that with their words and such. Um, they might be, they might, you know, be encouraging and uplifting with their actions, you know, with, uh, with how they do things or whatever have you. But so that's why everyone is different, but are they empowering you to move forward and towards your potential, right? Are they wanting to see the best version of you come forward, right? And they're using their words in that sense. They're saying, Hey, listen, you're doing so great. I'm proud of you. I'm so happy to see you're doing this. I'm so happy to see you're doing that. Like, listen, gosh, look at how much you grew. Look at this, look at that. It'll get better, blah, blah, blah. And they're constantly sanctifying you and working to make you better, more like Christ ultimately, but also more like the man or woman that God created you to be as well. So it's just something that you want to just be aware of and something that you want to just keep an eye out for. How are they using their words? Are they using their words to build up? Or are they using their words to tear down? Because are they, if they're using their words to tear you down or ridicule you, that's not going to be a recipe for a healthy 
for a healthy relationship ultimately. And nextly, I want to remind you, Proverbs 16, 24 says, nothing is more appealing than speaking beautiful, life-giving words, for they release sweetness to your to our souls and inner healing to our spirit, right? So just be aware of how their words are that they're using towards you are, 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 are just are, where are they, right? Are they words that are edifying you and building you up? Are they words that are tearing you down and making you feel lousy and rotten and ashamed about where you're at, what you're going through, whatever have you? So um, how they steward well, like the friendship aspect, the relationship aspect, like dating and whatnot is going to be a very good indication of how they're going to steward you whenever marriage is introduced as well. So just be aware of that, y'all. If you can be trusted with little and faithful with little, you can also be trusted with much, all right? Secondly, how do they talk? Um, are they someone who is very perverted in how they talk? Do they cuss a lot? Are they someone who uses their language in a way that would make it would would uh, that you wouldn't want your future kids talking like, or wouldn't want your future daughter, you know, daughter or son talking like, right? Are they someone who is this using their words in ways that are just you know that are just degrading to other people? Are they not making them others better and such? So, just pay attention to how they talk, you know, and if they're if that if the way they talk bothers you. Chances are it's not going to change unless you bring it up. And but again, you're not you're not necessarily wanting to change people whenever you enter into a relationship. Like we're not wanting to fix people, right? Like we've already talked about. However, just pay attention to how they do talk, right? And um, yeah, it's just something to really be interested in, you know, not interested in something that really to really be aware of. Because if the way they talk bothers you and you're not willing to to lovingly confront them about it and talk about it that's going to be an issue that's going to bring up and it's going to fester later on. So how do they talk? Are they, do they cuss a lot? Is that something that you don't care about? If that's something you don't care about, then by all means continue going for that. Are they someone who's very perverted with their speech? Like everything is a sexual innuendo. Everything is something to do with sex or whatever have you, or, you know, talking about other people. Are they degrading with their words? Are they ridiculing with their words? How do they talk, right? If they talk, if there's someone that the way they talk just drives you nuts, that's something that you definitely want to keep an eye out for, and in my opinion, avoid. All right, so just pay attention to that. Are they a gossip? Do they regularly say things about other people in a negative manner that they would never tell them in person? Y'all, that is so leading to a person's character. Do they talk so badly about someone that's never that's not in the room, and then when they see him in person, like, oh hey girl, how you doing? Or what's up, man? I. But then behind their back, they talk a bunch of crap. I can't stand people like that, bro. Like, I don't like that crap. Like, how I talk to you behind your back is going to be a great indication of how I talk to you in person as well. Because if I don't like you, chances are I'm not going to be hanging around you in person, right? Or not, I don't I don't want to be talking bad about people in that sense, right? So since I don't want to do that, I certainly don't want to be hanging around people that are constantly going to be, you know, ridiculing and gossiping and all that kind of jazz. Because I know if they're gossiping about other people, guess what? They're going to gossip about me too. And I don't want that. You know, I don't want that in my life, right? So, because, like, yeah, that was my next point. If they're going to talk about you behind their back, they're certainly, if they're going to talk about other people behind their back, they're certainly going to talk about me. So just be aware of that. If they're a gossip, that's not someone that I want to be around, right? So just keep that in mind. Something that you might want to look out for, and that certainly is a red flag in my mind. Are they, oh man, this is a good one. Wait a minute, hold up. No, uh, we're not there yet, but this is definitely a good one too. All right, <laughs> I was getting excited. I'm like, man, one of my favorite points is coming up here. Um, are they constantly trying to test boundaries with you? Y'all, listen, all right. Love will never ask someone to satisfy the desires of themselves that comes at the cost of hurting you, right? In other words, love will never ask someone to hurt themselves to gratify 
its own desires. Y'all, if you've set a hard boundary in place, like, hey, we're not going to kiss, we're not going to have sex, we're not going to do this or that or whatever, and they're constantly trying to test you in that, guess what? Great vindication here, bro. They do not love you. Listen, love puts the interests of the other person before the interests of their own. Example, if you have a boundary, like I just said, of no sex before marriage, but he or she is always testing the waters with you and always trying to get you to compromise, guess what? (laughs) They are telling you something very important here. Number one, they do not respect your desires, nor do they respect your boundaries, all right? So just be aware of that. Don't expect that to change if y'all were to enter into a marriage covenant together. Because listen, like we talked about before, how they steward you well now will be a great indicator of how they'll steward you in marriage. If they're if they're if they're constantly looking at other men or women and they're acting in ways now that are ways that you that that you you know that that are not ways that you like to act in marriage, guess what? What you're seeing is what you're getting, you guys. So just be aware of that. Marriage does not change people. It makes them more of who they already are. So if they're testing boundaries with you, guess what? They might be telling you they love you, might be telling you they care about you and care and all this kind of jazz and whatnot. It doesn't matter if they're a Christian and they're in church. Listen, where's the fruit in their lives, right? Where's the where's the congruency in that? Love, again, I'm gonna repeat that. Love puts the interests of the other person before the interests of their own. And love will never ask someone to hurt themselves in order to gratify its own desires, right? So again, you guys, if someone sets a boundary with you, ladies, if you set a boundary with your, with this guy you're talking to about, hey, I'm not having sex or hey, we're not doing this or we're not doing that, and they consistently try to test the waters with you, they are not honoring you. They're not honoring God. They're certainly not honoring you and they're not being respectful of you. So just be aware of that. Don't expect that to change. Don't go, oh, he's just a guy and he's just horny. Okay, very well. But at the same time, <laughs> just because you're a horny, just because you have the desire doesn't justify, just because you have that proclivity does not justify carrying out that proclivity, especially whenever a boundary has been established. All right? And if homeboy or homegirl is always wanting to test the boundaries with you ladies or test the boundaries with you fellas, guess what? They're telling you something very important and that's they don't care about your desires. They don't care about what you say and all they want to do is gratify themselves. And I'm going to say it again. Love will never ask someone to hurt themselves to gratify its own interests. Love puts the interests True love puts the interest, not lust, not talking about being just horny and whatnot. True love will put the interest of the other person before the interest of their own. All right. So just be aware of that. Listen, y'all, I'm of no, I'm of no, you know, <laughs> I'm of no delusion that remaining pure is difficult, right? I'm of no delusion of that. But what I'm saying is I look at that because this woman, amazing woman I'm talking to, that's one of the desires that we have that we will do is remaining pure until we get married, right? Of having those boundaries in place. But listen, if if I didn't have that desire, right? If if I if I was like, oh hey, let's just have sex whenever. But her desire was to have sex. It's not, I mean we're both on the same page here. But if her desire was that and my desire wasn't, guess what? It'd be the precipice would be on me to then hold, respect her values, respect her desires, and ultimately try to understand it too. You know, if we see things differently on that, why does she believe the way I believe? You know, why does she not believe the way I believe? And why does she believe what she believes, you know? And try to come to an understanding of that. But again, what I'm not going to do, if that were the case and I didn't believe that, what I'm not going to do 
is try to test the waters with her all the time to gratify my own interests. So again, if this person is not willing to respect boundaries to you guys, that is a very big red flag that you don't want to mess with because that ultimately shows a an unwillingness to honor you, respect you, and also respect boundaries. Because if they're willing to test those boundaries before you're even in marriage, guess what? Uh, marriage doesn't change people. So if they're willing to test boundaries before marriage and they're willing to have sex with you before marriage, guess what? The marriage covenant doesn't mean anything in regards to having sex or not. Say what you will, but that's why it's so important to wait until that time. If you're not going to wait until that time, that's why it's so important to wait and have some boundaries in place. That way you're not willing to compromise that and go over those boundaries because you look at that at with high esteem. You know, so something to be aware of, man. Something just to consider. Next point. Are they, and then we're getting close to wrapping up here. Are they wanting to rush things with a relationship faster than you want? You guys, <laughs> paciencia, patience. is a, That's what that means. Sorry. Patience is huge, you guys. And if they're wanting to rush things with a relationship faster than you want, listen, you need to make sure that you're communicating that, all right? So you need to make sure that you're communicating. Hey, listen. Have patience with me. Let's let's take this a little bit slower. I like you a lot. Like I like the values that you have or whatever have you. If that's true, say that. If not, then don't say that, but be truthful. But <laughs> if that's the case, listen, if they're trying to call you their boyfriend or girlfriend after your first date, that's a red flag. I remember there was a the girl I went out with a long time ago and she... <laughs> <laughs> I remember we went out to this concert and uh, I was just looking at her as a friend and we went out to a went out to this uh, country western concert and such and we're heading home and I remember um, I remember on the way home she looks at me and she goes um, so uh, what are we I was like um, excuse me and <laughs> I was like uh, friends and uh, but it was like there was this more anyway so that being said like Slow your roll. You know, there's nothing wrong with just getting some, getting to know someone first before you try to, you know, DTR, define the relationship, if you will. So just take your time with it. But if this person is trying to rush things in that way, that to me is a red flag, right? Like, how are they, you know, are they talking about kids, you know, kids' names with you too soon? How many kids you want to have and all that kind of jazz, you know, on, on the first date or on the second date or whatever have you. Now, granted, again, this is all relative, you guys. If y'all really hit it off amazingly and like things are going great and y'all have those have those kind of you know have those kind of talks really early on, I'm not gonna fault you for that. But if you're wanting to take things slow and they're not and they're trying to like rush things with you and such, just be aware of that. Something that you definitely want to keep an eye out for. Yeah, you know, this is an area that I definitely did not do well with in the past. Like I dude, your boy used to fall super hard whenever it came to women my gosh dude it was embarrassing like i look back there was this girl i dated last year and um and man i told her i loved her within like the first month bro it was it was sad and and like i could tell that she wasn't feeling it too but she said it back because she felt kind of pressured to bless her heart but man dude <laughs> anyways if someone's already telling you they love you and such and they're and they're it's like it's really quick in the relationship that's certainly a red flag in my mind i would certainly look to avoid that um one thing for me that i've definitely established and i would definitely encourage uh especially the fellows out there listening you guys um this is also plays into the boundaries episode but i'm not willing to engage her heart you know, whether it's this amazing woman or someone else, I really hope this is it's the amazing woman I've been telling you guys about that it works out with her. Everything just every single day, bro. It seems like it's um, and the more we pray about it and God's given us peace about it, it seems like this is this is gonna be this is gonna be it. But anyways, that being said, I've already communicated this to her. I'm like, listen, like I'm not going to tell you 
that I love you until unless until the time that I'm prepared for the next words to come out of my mouth are going to be, will you marry me, right? In other words, hey, so-and-so, I love you. Will you marry me, right? You know, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. You know, however, you know, however I word it, I don't know, but you know, I'll, I'll Google it. No, I'm kidding, I won't Google it. <laughs> but this, the point is, it's like I'm not willing to say that to her until because I, I because I did not steward that well in the past, and I know that that can lead down to other things, and I don't want to do that. And so I don't want to engage her heart in that way. It's not because I don't care for her, right? It's not don't misunderstand. It's not because I don't you know have those feelings for her. But I just want, for me, I just want to make sure that I'm also prepared to ask her to, for her hand in marriage after I say the words, will you marry me as well? So just be aware of that. If this person is trying to rush things with you like that, and, and, and just, to be, just to be clear, you guys, there's nothing wrong with being super excited about potential with someone, right? There's nothing wrong with that, right? But if they're jumping in way too soon, right, <laughs> getting attached way too quickly, that's something to keep an eye out for, right? That's some, it, it's, that's why it's also very important to have good emotional boundaries in place. So if you were someone like me who does fall, who used to fall very hard and very, sorry, excuse me, and hard very quickly, that's something to definitely be on the lookout for, right? And it, it's worth having that conversation to encourage them to slow the pace, right? It's not to say that you, you know, are going to be hateful towards them. Be, walk with love and be like, but hey, listen, let's just slow things down all right so just have that conversation with them be up front and it doesn't mean that they're that they're a bad person it doesn't mean anything like that but it does mean it just it does but you just want each other to uh, to be on the same page right that avoids you know things getting awkward between the two of you as well because you know if you're not having again it comes back to communication right so important have those open lines of communication like have this like hey listen i like you a lot I do like what I see in you as well, but I would appreciate it if you just slow things down, right? Let's not talk about let's not talk about the honeymoon. Let's not talk about the kids. Let's not talk about where we want to live. Let's not talk about marriage or whatever have you. Um, you know, slow down the pace a little bit because um, it can be very easy to do, and I understand that. But just uh, make sure you make sure you're being respectful of them. You slow your roll, and uh, you kind of take things a little bit slower than you you might want to as well, right? So again. Next question. Uh, moving on. Are you taking Are you taking your time to get to know them? You guys, it's very crucial. This is a question you really want to ask yourself. I mean, yeah, this could be a, a red flag in them too if they're not really taking the time to get to know you. But you want to make sure you take the time to get to know someone, right? And you just want to take the time to get to know, like, take, yeah, that, just take your time with it. Slow the slow your roll with it, all right? And that kind of brings us into our next question. Um, that kind of ties in with, with this question too. It says, are you too trusting out of the gate, right? Y'all, it's it's good to trust people, right? It's good to trust people. And it's, it's you know, because here's the thing, trust is a foundation principle, right? It's, it's a foundation, of course. Absolutely it is. Because without trust, there's no room for a flourishing relationship. There's no room for growth. There's no room for any of that. There's no room for health. There's no, no room for any of that, all right? And there's ultimately, if there's no trust, there's going to be no future in that. But... Just don't get blinded by their looks. Don't get blinded by how they talk to you or how well they treat you, especially if you're someone who's not used to or accustomed to being treated in a way that is actually healthy, being treated in a way that is actually respectful and that this guy or this girl or whatever is actually pursuing you well, right? So just don't allow yourself to fall to fall too fast. Don't allow yourself to trust too quickly. Y'all, I've definitely done this myself too quickly before, and it's ultimately ended up hurting me in the past. So just, I know you're excited. Nothing wrong with being excited. I want you to be excited, but 
just slow the roll a bit, all right? Just slow down a bit. Let that heart rate calm down a little bit more, all right? So the main thing is here, those are all well and good. The fact that you're attracted to their looks, you're attracted to how well they talk to you, how they treat you, all that kind of jazz. Those are all well and good for sure. But just take time to get to know them. I love the quote by Ronald Reagan that says, trust, but verify, right? Ask good questions, you guys. Take your time. Don't just ask questions like, what's your favorite color or whatever have you, you know, or where do you like to eat at or whatever it is. No, like, Ask some important questions. What, what what do you want to do with your life? You know, where do you see yourself down the road? Like, what do you want to accomplish? Like, what 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 to you? Like, what's your definition of living a life that you know is making a positive impact? How do you want to make this world better? Like, what do you want to accomplish? You know, oh, there's plenty of things that you can ask the person. You know, what are your past hurts? You know, what what are the things? Like, what are some? What's the what's one of the biggest things that you've had to deal with in your past? What are some of the traumas you've dealt with? How was your childhood like? You know, just asking different questions and such that are more thought provoking than just these superficial questions that a lot of people ask, right? We want to get to know the person. It's not get to know them so you can judge them or whatever. It's getting to know them so you can navigate whether or not this person is going to be a suitable spouse, right? So, so that's it. So asking questions, take your time with it. And also y'all set boundaries for yourself and stick to those boundaries. Don't just make boundaries and then don't stick to them. Stick with them. All right. If you're not going to have sex with someone, then don't have sex with them. Because listen, you guys, it's really difficult. It's very difficult to really get to know someone if you introduce the sexual aspect of your relationship way too dang early before really getting to know them. Listen, and this is real talk, bro. This is so freaking real. Listen up. It's hard to get to know someone on a deeper level if all you're concerned with is being deep inside of them and them being deep inside of you. I'm going to go and say that again because it's worth repeating. I know that might sound a little crass, but am I wrong? Bro, tell me if I'm wrong, all right? I'm not wrong. I know I'm not wrong because it's very difficult to navigate getting to know someone if all you want to do is F them. Sorry. If all you want to do is screw them all the time. If all you want to do is suck on their tits or give them a blowjob or whatever, have them get deep inside of you. It's going to be very difficult to establish any sort of relationship with that person if all you have is this sex. Come on, like think about it. Come on, bro. Like get to know them on a deeper level. Again, I'm going to repeat it. It's hard to get to know someone on a deeper level, on a better level, on a level that establishes a firm foundation and gets to know the root of the person if all you're concerned with is being deep inside of them or them being deep inside of you. Y'all, I, I get it. Sex is great for sure. But at the same time, if you're not allowing yourself to set those boundaries, to navigate from a place that's you know setting you up for a better success, how do you ever expect to get to know truly know the person? Come on, so set some boundaries in place. Take your time with it. Really get to know them. Ask good questions. Set boundaries, and yeah, just take your time. <laughs> take your time because if you're leading with lust, it's going to be incredibly challenging to establish depth to your relationship, right? Get to know someone. Focus on building the trust. And values are over everything. Y'all, I want you to be sexually attracted to your partner, of course. I want you to be physically attracted to them, for sure. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you're putting things in place that are allowing you to navigate level-headedly. Because if you're introducing sex into your relationship too quickly, 
you're just going to be high on hormones, bro. All you're going to be wanting to do is get off in her or him get off in you, whatever, right? So it's just, I mean, that's all well and good within the within the boundaries of a marriage covenant. But whenever you introduce that too soon, you're not navigating properly. Essentially, you're drunk on your hormones and no one would no one would suggest that it's a good idea to make a, a big decision like marriage, for instance, someone that you want to marry while being drunk. Right? No one's gonna suggest, hey, if we want to go buy a house, the great the great idea would be, hey, let's go, you know, crack open a bottle of Tito's and then go over and uh, we'll, you know, we'll scroll through Realtor.com and pick a pick a uh, house that we want, and go from there. No, if you're drunk, you're not gonna be thinking appropriately. But that's the same thing that happens when we're high in our emotions because we introduce sex too quickly. So we really don't get to, we really don't take time to trust the person, and we become too trusting because we didn't take time to really navigate the person. I mean, we navigated we navigated them on a physical level, if you know what I'm saying. But not, that's not going to be productive if you really want to have a successful relationship, y'all. Take your time, set those boundaries. I understand that it's difficult for sure. I understand that's not something that you particularly want to shelf for now, especially if you've had a past like mine. I get it, bro. I've had a sexual past. I understand that's going to be difficult. But listen. At the same time, I realize number one, I'm honoring God by shelving that. I can list off, we're gonna list those all those verses off next week during the boundaries episode. But I know that if I'm shelving that desire for now, I'm number one, honoring God. I'm also honoring this girl that I'm pursuing as well. Number three, I'm also learning to to prefer her and to have self-control as well, build up that self-control. And so that way she never has to worry about me. Why? Because if I can be faithful in the time whenever we weren't married and I showed myself faithful during that, loyal to her, we're not gonna have to worry about infidelity, right? We're not gonna have to worry about that. And plus, as well, in addition to that, I'm gonna be even more properly motivated to get to know this person on a deeper level too, right? I'm gonna be asking great questions. We're gonna be walking through life together. We're gonna be doing things together and not just having sex and having sex cover all these other things. Y'all, it's very easy to overlook huge red flags in this in that person that you're trying to get to know his life if you've introduced sex in their life i'll just give you a great example you guys and this isn't like a sexual thing this is more of an emotional thing but it can really be i feel like this really kind of go both ways too it's almost as if i did because it's like the emotional connection was there and whatnot but then again just to my to my uh faults as well this is a great example of me falling way too fast, which is what I, where I used to be several years ago. So, um, this woman that I met, she was awesome, right? I, we, uh, I, you know, we met up for a, uh, you know, we met up for a photo shoot for Qualified Apparel, and you know, went out, did a great photo shoot, and we just really connected, really great on the on the shoot, right? Everything went really well, and you know, everything was going great. Well. I had never done this before, but during the shoot, I asked her, "My, like, hey, do you want to go out for uh, you know, for tacos afterwards and such?" And so, invited her out. She said yes. And as we were sitting there talking, oh, mind you, I am just head over heels, basically in love with this woman at this point, right? I was just like, again, I fell way, I used to fall way too quickly. This is not something you want to do. Um, so, <laughs> use me as a guinea pig for what not to do, y'all, because this is where I used to be. This is old Ryan. Um, but I went out to dinner with this girl. And I was just like, again, just like googly eyes for this woman. When in reality, what she was telling me was, as I would look back on the conversation, she was dealing with a lot of, of a, lot, a lot of insecurities, personal insecurities in regards to her body, insecurities in regards to past relationships, like gentlemen that she was, you know, almost married to that she just got out of a relationship with. And there was this like thing after thing after thing. And these were not things that were like, you know, 
you know, maybe, you know, like several years ago that she was dealing with the ramifications of, no, these were things that she was um, walking through now. Like, this is literally just like a month and a half ago that had happened at the time. And not only that, she wasn't a Christian. She was like questioning her faith as well, which, hey, I've been there too, bro. But like, if I'm wanting to be equally yoked with someone, which there really wasn't any, you know, I, I wasn't prepared to be in a dating relationship either. So that's why I'm saying use me as a, as a, uh, a fault of what not to do. And, but she wasn't either. So there was no equally yoke there. There were things that she needed to work out and kind of get, you know, in a place where she was working to make them better before we entered into that relationship. And there was just so many other things that came out of it. But here's the thing. While I can look back on that with the benefit of hindsight now and realize that she and I were just not compatible at the time, I wasn't able to see that because I allowed myself to trust too quickly right i allowed myself to get connected too quickly on an emotional level well, not there wasn't even a physical aspect of relationship i mean she was attractive but i allowed myself to have that emotional connection to her way too quick which ultimately made me to where i didn't see these things that were clear indicators that this is something that i shouldn't be entering into now not that she was damaged goods it's not that she was undateable and that you know wasn't going to be good for anyone you know much less myself right it's not that not that at all by any means it was the fact that I wasn't able to see those things because I wasn't thinking clearly. And that's how it is whenever you introduce sex into something. You're not always able to see things as clearly. Benefit of hindsight now, I just laugh at that because I'm like, oh, wow, that, that was definitely an area that I needed to improve in and, and her as well. So anyways, but it's just that's the point, you guys. That's why you want to take your time whenever it comes to it. Set different boundaries, have different things in place that allow you to navigate things on a more level-headed basis. If you don't allow yourself to do that, you're going to end up getting into something that you wish you hadn't, you know, and, and yeah, so just, just be aware of that. Something to, uh, to consider, you know, so anyways, going forward, something not to consider something you definitely want to adhere to. In my opinion, um, I've seen way too many people introduce sex way too quickly or fall emotionally way too quickly. And, um, it, it, it just never, excuse me, it just never goes down productive paths from, from my experience and what I've seen. And from certainly from what I've experienced in my own life too. So that being said, on to the next point, are they telling you they love you after the first after the first few days, uh, after the first few days or so or days or so talking um, talking to you and such? I think we already covered this part, or not think we already did cover this part. But if they're y'all, if they're falling that quickly like that, and they're already telling you they love you, and you're not at that point yet. That's to me something that's definitely a red flag. Um, maybe that person was like me in the past who didn't really have any emotional boundaries in that sense. Um, it's just something you want to keep a keep an eye out for, right? So not to say that, not to say that you know you just need to shun them and whatnot, but it is worth looking at and just saying like, you know what? Hey, all right, right there. If they don't have, if you don't haven't really established values and such, and there's certainly other things that you've already seen that are not qualities that you would want, and they're already telling you this, it it might be worth uh, reconsidering um, having that relationship continuing to grow. So just something to be aware of. Second to last point, you guys, and this goes both ways, but I, I'm going to say this from a Christian perspective, but I'm also going to tie it into a non-Christian perspective as well, because I think this is a great uh, example either way. If they're a Christian, are they producing fruit with their lives? You guys, um, this can go both ways too. If they're not a Christian as well, you know, and they say they're all about like, um, let's use an example, for instance, um, if someone says they're really big into rock climbing, right? But they, they, they don't have any rock climbing gear. They don't have any rock climbing shoes or the chalk or all the things they've stick into rocks, right? To climb or they don't have the rope or they don't have the helmet or they don't have the, all the gear or whatever have you, 
right? They're not regularly going to, you know, Lifetime Fitness to climb the rock climbing wall. They're not regularly going out to the different parks and that rock climbing parks and whatnot to go do that. They might say that they're about rock climbing. What does their life tell you? Their life tells you that, what do you mean you're about rock climbing, bro? You don't even follow anyone on Instagram that is into rock climbing. You don't watch any YouTube videos. It's on right. You sure you're into rock climbing? Because there's really nothing in your life that's indicative of actually you, you know, <laughs> really liking to climb rocks. You know, it's, you know it's, a, it's a hard topic to get into. Hey, you know, see it? Rocks, hard, I mean, whatever. Anyways, trying to make a dad joke there. You know, tough crowd. We just hit, I hit rock bottom with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but seriously though, the point is, is there congruency in their life? In other words, are they producing fruit in their life? Matthew 7, 15 through 20 says, beware, beware of the false of the false prophets, teachers who come to you dressed as sheep, appearing gentle and innocent, but inwardly are but inwardly are ravenous wolves. By their fruit they will you will recognize them. That is by their contrived doctrine and self-focus. Do people pick pick grapes from the from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every health healthy tree bears good fruit. But the unhealthy trees, but the unhealthy tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, this is the part. Therefore, by their fruit, you will recognize them as false prophets. Y'all, in other words, you will be able to see what someone actually values, what someone actually believes based on their actions, all right? So what someone believes innerly will come out in their words. It will come out in their deeds, right? So you can tell a lot by someone if you were to just, you know, for instance, if you turn the sound off on someone's life, what would you actually see, right? So we talked about with mountain climbing, right? If you're rock climbing more so. Someone's really big in the rock climbing, but they, you know, they never, they don't follow anyone on there. They don't, they've never seen that. Uh, what's that guy's name? I forget. There's a gentleman who free climbed uh, Free Solo, I think is what the guy's name is. I, or not, his name's not Free Solo, but I forget who the guy's name is. But he free climbed, uh, I think it was, oh gosh, um, that big rock face in California, I know Apple has a software uh, named after it. I forget. Al Capitan, I think, maybe. I might be wrong. I could be wrong. Probably am. But either way, if they've never watched that or they don't they don't follow anyone online or they don't have any gear or they never they never really talk about it either. But they say that, oh yeah, hey, listen, yeah, I love rock climbing. I do it all the time. But there's no evidence to actually support that. It's something that you want to look at. If this person always talks about, hey, I love working out, I love eating healthy, but you never see them work out and they eat, you know, Ben and Jerry's all day, <laughs> you know, and eat Snickers and Doritos and have cheeseburgers all the time. It's, there's, it might be some little bit of incongruency there. So you want to check that out. If you turn the sound off on their life, what would you see? Their actions are going to, th their words are going to tell you one thing, but their actions are going to tell you the truth, right? So that's just a principle you want to look for. It's not being judgmental, but you will be able to tell them by the fruit that they bear in their life, right? So Luke 6, 45 says, the intrinsically good man produces what is good and honorable and moral out of the good treasure stored in his heart. And the intrinsically evil man produces what is wicked and depraved out of the evil in his heart. For his mouth speaks from the overflow of his heart. So what you truly believe inwardly will come out of your mouth as well, you guys. There will be that congruency there. So you want to ask yourself the question, is there congruency in what they say they believe and how they actually live their life, right? So if there's incongruency there, 
you want to check that out, right? Because there's bound to be incongruencies in other areas of their life too. And that to me is something that you definitely want to look out for. All right. So again, if we turn the sound off on their life and only saw their actions, what story would we, would it actually tell? All right. So there's, there comes a time whenever your words are speaking, when your actions are speaking so loud that you're not gonna be able to hear what they say. So if they tell, if someone says that they're a Christian, but you know they're they're you know they're the the what they what they put online is, is wildly incongruent to that. They're always talking about drinking. They're always you know was it there was a something I heard recently. If their bio says Bible, but their you know but their page says body, right? In other words, if there's someone who always is talking about Jesus in their bio, like oh Jesus follower or whatever have you, but then if you were to delete that part from their bio and all you saw was the pictures that they had online. <laughs> excuse me, what story would actually be told? You know, are they posting everything with getting drunk and getting, you know, partying online? Are they always focusing on ladies? Are they they always focusing on posting butt pictures and look at my boobs and look at my body and such, lust after me? Fellas, are you doing the same thing with your stuff too? Showing the arms, showing the abs, trying to get an outline of your dick online? I mean, seriously, real talk, a lot of people do that, but then they'll post in their bio something that is completely contradictory to what what their story is telling on their actual feed. So just be aware of that. If, if they're not congruent, you're definitely going to want to look out for that because they can tell you one thing, right? They can tell you one thing, but their actions are going to tell you the truth, right? So they can say one thing, but their actions will actually tell you exactly what they believe in their life. And that's not to be judgmental in a negative way, but it's all, but it's good to be judgmental in that way because you're ultimately what you're doing is you're seeing the fruits that they are producing in their life. And that's the point. You know, the point is, if they're saying one thing, but they're doing the opposite, well, that's not something that you want to be around because that's going to be, that's someone who's very hypocritical, right? So this is a point you want to see, are their actions aligning with their words too? And if they are, then great, then we can proceed. But there's, if there's incongruency there, a lot of incongruency there. And after you've explained, after you've kind of, you know, you've asked them about it, or maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you see it and you don't pursue from that, that's fine too. But after you've asked them about it and they don't have any conviction to change that, not that they're a bad person. Maybe they haven't arrived at that point yet, but you just want to make sure that there's congruency in someone's life. And that's the point, right? So something that you want to definitely look out for. Lastly, you guys, this is the last point of the two-parter of uh, great quality, you know, qualities to avoid. And this is the last one that you definitely want to avoid. That is, they do not want to define the relationship. Y'all, if they're the ladies, I feel like this is also something that men typically do. Fellas, guys, we just need to get better at this, bro. I, I don't know what the heck, man. Like, I, I, I've i certainly gotten this wrong a lot. So I make a point of communicating this. I did this especially with um with this, like I said, this amazing woman that I've been getting getting to know and talk to. Is like, I think like the second or third week that we were talking, I just told her, I said, hey, listen, just by the way, just so you know, um, I'm not in this just to, you know, find someone to talk to. Like I, I could care less about that. Um, <laughs> I know I, uh, I'm very comfortable with my own company and uh, I'm, I'm looking for someone to, uh, to marry. I'm looking for a wife. And so, um, I really, I'm not talking about putting a label on where we're at. I'm not talking about, you know, becoming boyfriend and girlfriend yet, but I would like the opportunity to get to know you more and to pursue you more to see if there's an opportunity for us to pursue that later on in life. Right. Again, not talking about putting a label on anything. If you want to talk to other people, people, that's perfectly fine. I just want to have the opportunity to get to know you first, right? So communicate what your intention is, you guys. If someone is not communicating this intent, especially fellas with your lady, ladies with your guys, if your guy isn't communicating that with you, that should be a red flag. If they're making statements like, you know, hey, let's just see where this goes. 
No, like we're going, we got to be intentional, bro. We got to be purposeful. And if someone is not wanting to be purposeful and intentional with you, let them be, let them play that kind of crap with someone else, not with you, right? If this girl has like a, you know, what is it that, or this guy or this girl has like an F boy mentality. In other words, they just want to, you know, have sex with you and kind of move on from there. Don't allow that bro like raise your standards raise your values you're worth being pursued and you're worth being valued by someone who likes you for more than just how hot you look in a bathing suit all right gosh like seriously there's so much more than just freaking looks to you guys there are so many people that i know that are definitely tens on the outside but once they open their mouth and once they start talking they definitely degrade themselves in that sense right not say that they're bad people it's just there's no substance there all right and i know we all know people like that so just be aware of that so be intentional. They're, if they're scared of commitment, that's not someone that you want to pursue, right? Again, clarity is power. Men that will honor you, ladies, will bring clarity. They'll communicate with you. They'll they'll bring that purpose. They'll bring that clarity. In, and they'll also, they'll communicate your intentions. In the same way I've done with this amazing woman, they need to be doing that with you. If they're not clear and you have to like, you know, tear it out of them and whatnot, like get it out of them in like a, you know, in like a dang near impossible way, that's something that you definitely want to avoid. All right. So listen, y'all, boys will play games. Men will work with intention. All right. So come on, like lead with intention. Ladies, this too, if you're playing games with someone, so listen, girls do that. Women do not. All right. So act like adults, be adults in these situations. And y'all, it, it all comes down. I mean, that's just another thing that it, a lot of these, you guys, quite frankly, are just communication issues. You know, a lot of these things that we've discussed, whether it's on part one or part two have been communication issues. So the main thing that I really want you to focus on that I would implore you to focus on is that you focus on you focus on communication, you guys, because seriously, there's that's going to be one of the biggest things that's going to be the make or break. Um, that's one of the hugest blessings that I've had with this amazing. I keep on saying amazing woman, but that's what she is, bro. She's such a blessing in my life, and I'm elated for the opportunity with it with her. I'm ex- super excited to. I'm super excited to um to see where it leads. You know, I God has been so good, and it's just uh. Yeah, I'm just elated to see where it goes. I'm confident it's going to amazing places, and yeah, I'm 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 just I'm really excited, man. It's just it's just been such a god thing from the very beginning, and I'm every every single day I'm leaning more and more towards the fact that this is the right one. So, pretty cool stuff. But anyways, y'all, communication to that point is such a huge thing. If you're not willing to communicate, if you're not willing to have those difficult conversations, if you're not willing to sit down and actually listen to what someone has to say and not attack their character and not lash out and not make these always statements like you always do this or you never do this or these absolute statements right if you're not willing to communicate you're not willing to have healthy lines of open communication you're not ready to date because that is such a huge area of it i mean for me like there's three things i got from my uh from my good friends matt and amber bird the three things that they really stood out to me, they've told me that they've uh, they've been on the podcast before. Their uh, their po- their episode is titled um, uh, "Great a Great American Success Story," and they they definitely are. But one of the things that they told me is like three things. Number one, got to keep God first, right? God's got to be first in everything. Number two, have open lines and have healthy lines of communication, right? Number three got to have a great sex life, right? So <laughs> since I'm not married yet, don't have that third one in my life, but I can steward well the first two, right? So keeping God first and also communicating well. Another part of communication, you guys, 
is listening, right? Don't think that you always have to be talking in a, in a conversation. Sit back and listen. Let them voice their thing, right? If you don't know what to say, it's better to sit back and listen and collect yourself rather than uh, rather than, you know, allowing, you know, the enemy, you know, rather than, you know, spouting off something and when you haven't really thought about it too. Another thing too, I would, I would suggest with you guys before we wrap, before we, uh, you know, wrap this up and, and, and get out of here is that isolation is not healthy, uh, especially whenever it comes to someone that you've met. Maybe you're working through a hard time right now and such, and maybe they've, you know, made the statements like, well, maybe we should just take a break or maybe we should this and that or whatever have you. Maybe we should, you know, you know, just uh, take a break for a minute or whatever have you, y'all, especially if you're already Christian, especially if you've already uh, Christian or not really, but particularly more for Christians, because you're, I would hope that you would also believe in, you know, spiritual warfare as, and that being such a real thing too. Listen, the devil loves to attack in isolation, right? He loves to get you to, you know, be isolated and such, because then he'll start using and telling you different lies and try to get you to believe certain things that have no basis in reality that have no basis in truth and try to get you off track. Because especially if you're wanting to move towards a marriage covenant, the devil hates marriage, you guys. He hates it. God calls it good. The devil and anything that God calls good, the devil hates, right? The enemy comes, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God comes that we may have life and have it to the fullest. So that being said, you need to be aware of that spiritual warfare in that same time. So don't isolate yourself. Y'all, there's been plenty of instances with this amazing woman that I've talked about where you know, because of things that she's had to work through and such in her past where we, well, she was making statements like, Hey, you know what? Let's just go ahead and take some time. Maybe we shouldn't talk as much or whatever have you. I knew that the, that was the attack of the enemy because that was going to bring isolation. And what was going to happen is I was going to get thoughts in my head. She was going to get thoughts in her, in her head. And ultimately it probably would have ended to the end of the relationship, right? So you got to have patience with these things. And that's why I can't stress enough why values are so important and why keeping God first place as you navigate the dating relationship or just you know building a friendship with someone is so very important as well. Because that's going to bring you clarity. It's going to bring you peace. It's going to give you wisdom, knowledge, and discernment on how to better navigate going forward. So I would just really encourage that as well. Keeping God first in your relationship. And um, if you're not someone who is a Christian, I would highly recommend I mean, first of all, I highly recommend getting to know Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, man. That's the best decision I've ever made because, y'all, I used to do this so wrong. You know, I I just find it so hilarious because I used to just be like a total dirtbag whenever it came to, you know, whenever it came to all things in regards to my relationship with women, man. I used to just, you know, manipulate and get what I wanted and go on from there. You know, it certainly wasn't healthy. It certainly wasn't honoring and certainly not respectful. And there was no congruency there. You know, I wanted to be this man that, you know, God will be well pleased with, my wife will be attracted to, my parents will be proud of, you know, who I want my children to emulate, who positively impacts the world and who never stops improving. However, I kept on frustratingly, you know, you know, frustratingly retarding all efforts to make progress in that because I couldn't get area, yeah, I couldn't get um, victory in the area of self-control, you know, or discipline or whatever, right? So it's, uh, but, but again, man, like communication is such a valuable and vital vital thing of, of relationships. So if you're not open to that and you're not open to communicating and such, cause you're scared of, you know, the, the confrontation, y'all, it's not fun. I get that. I don't look forward to having like growth conversations and such, but I know that they're healthy, right? I know that they're super valuable, you know, 
And that's why, because that's why it's so important to communicate. Because why? Because you get to understand the person better. You get to connect with them better. You get to just relate to them better. You know, and because that's why I said, all not everything, not, not every, you're not going to always see eye to eye in certain things. But the more that you talk, the more you're going to be able to understand how they see certain things. How and you're going to be able to understand, like, hey, well, you know what? While I would do things differently here. They don't. And that's okay. Because why? Because if you start understanding from their perspective, it doesn't always mean the same thing that you think as well. So again, learn to communicate well. That has got to be one of the biggest things. I mean, the biggest red flag for me, you guys, is someone who is not willing to communicate, who is not, who is willing, who will just shut down and not talk, never talk. I'm not talking about just shutting down and then eventually talk. I'm talking about someone who will never talk, who will not, who will avoid it and who will just be childish and point the finger and all that kind of jazz that is not healthy that is super toxic and i would have zero zero compromise on that i would have no 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 way would i tolerate that zero toleration on that aspect so and i hope you wouldn't as well because that's not healthy so but anyways y'all that is the episode man i trust you enjoyed it like i said i've been getting a lot of amazing feedback on the uh, you and me relationship series and i hope this one was amazing for you as well because it's definitely something that I've been elated about. And these uh, this two-parter was, I hope it was a, a blessing for you as well. So that being said, first of all, thank you so very much for listening. And that being said, if you did get value out of this episode, please share it out with at least one person. All right. Let someone else know that they that you valued it, that you got that you got value out of it, and share it out with at least one person and uh, let them know that you enjoyed it as well. Y'all, I will see you next week. Actually, I will see you on Monday. Yeah, Monday, because I have a market next week in Dallas. So yes, I will see you on Monday. Until that time, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Talk to you soon. See you guys. Hey, what's going on, Qualified Family? Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I trust you enjoyed the message. You know, with the Qualified brand, our mission is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. You know, ultimately the life that you are qualified to live. You know, but it's not about just being qualified on our own. It's about the fact that God has created us with innate value and divine purpose to live for something bigger than ourselves. You know, a life ultimately that is fulfilling and brings glory and honor to Him. You know, so whether you've never had the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life, or maybe you were like me, you know, and you fell away, kind of did your own, kind of fell away from your faith and kind of did your own thing. I want to encourage you with this. And that is that Jesus still loves you and wants, dude, desires a relationship with you so badly as well. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter how many times you've messed up. It doesn't matter how messed up your past is. It doesn't matter how many times you've missed the mark. It doesn't how many times you, you know, thought you're going to go one way and you went the other way as well. Your purpose still stands. Not only that, regardless of your past, the love of Christ for you still stands as well. You know, and that's the amazing thing, dude. I, I mean, I've made a point of sharing how crazy my past has been and how many times I've messed up. And here's the thing. God is the God of second chances. And not only second, but third, fourth, fifth, infinitely amount of chances, man. He just wants that relationship with you. So would you pray this prayer with me? Just repeat the following. Just say, Father God, Thank you for the amazing work your son Jesus did by dying on the cross and raising again, forever making me righteous, complete, and free 
from the power of sin. I confess that Jesus is Lord of my life, repent of and ask forgiveness for my sins, and fully surrender my life to you. Use me to make your kingdom great. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, first of all, I am so dang excited for the decision that you just made. And I got to tell you this as well. It says in Luke 15 verse 10 in the Amplified Translation that there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So what does that mean to right now? There's a dang party going on in heaven, bro. <laughs> like everyone's going crazy. They're like, hey, this girl, this guy just gave their life to Christ and made the best decision of their life. So seriously, I'm super happy for you and excited for that decision you made. So two things. Number one, I got to tell you, you got to recommend that you need to get a Bible and start reading the New Testament, reading about the life of Christ as well. So whether you download the Bible app off the iTunes store or, you know, for Android, and start reading it there or you know definitely recommend either the amplified translation or the new living translation or even the new king james as translation as well or if you get a, t a physical bible as well and start reading that's great but just make sure you start reading and you know reading the new testament learn about the life of christ and go from there and start growing that in that relationship and spending time with them second of all there's a special page that I made specifically for this as well on Qualified Apparel's website. That link for that is down below in the description. And it just takes you to some resources that I highly recommend that you get. Books that I've read, um, with the exception of one, there's one called, uh, what is it, Disciplines of a Godly Woman. Clearly haven't read that one. But <laughs> I, uh, I, the other ones I highly recommend and they're super powerful. This some great resources that'll help you grow, help you improve and just go deeper in your relationship with Christ as well. So, dude, so happy for you. And if you need anything, definitely feel free to reach out. Uh, Thequalifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Happy to answer any questions that you have. Y'all, have an amazing day. Until next time, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.